Hilchus Tevinitin, the laws of litigants. Perik Shmiyai, chapter 8, Alach Aleph. Kol Metatlin, all movable properties, Beches, Gazer, Shein, Tachas, Yodei, are assumed to be the person who has possession of them. Despite the fact that the plaintiff brings witnesses that this item was known to be his. Case for example, Begad said this garment, or that cap you're wearing. Ecclesia, this item, which is in your hand, which is in your house, Shalihu, it's mine. Uh, <clears throat> or you've got it, and you, uh, let's say, you've stolen it from me, for example, I say, right? I have a receipt that with that serial number that one year ago I purchased this from the store. I gave it to you for safekeeping. I gave it to you as a loan. I, want to, I gave it to the item to, uh, to, you, to the bar and I want it back. And I have witnesses that were there when I, when I, that, that prove it, that, that they know it was mine uh, some time ago. Yeah. And the defendant says, You know, maybe it was yours, but it's not yours currently. You sold it to me. You gave it to me as a gift. So therefore, I got it from you legitimately. The din is that that the person who has the item in his possession is presumed to be the owner, and therefore he's believed that he just has to make a standard shvuasesus, which is the standard procedure when a person de, uh, defies a claim. Okay, so that's the idea. The use is that it's my word against your word, <clears throat> but you have the item. The, the burden of proof is upon me. Unless I can prove that it's mine, the fact that you have it proves that it's yours. Base. Now I, I I have proof it was mine. That's not enough. I have, to pro- I have to prove it's currently mine. The fact that I prove it was mine doesn't override the fact that it's in your hand right now, which suggests it's currently yours. Yeah, because he, pre- he pretends he sold it to He me. may be telling you, we don't know who's lying over here, yeah. but we have to, we don't have it, it's his word against his word. That's why it's always good to have proof, a receipt, witnesses of a transaction. But if it's a matter of my word against your word, and you have the item, you're believed. Even if I have witnesses that it was once mine, but that doesn't mean it's currently mine because people sell things. Yeah. People give things away. Right now you have it. Now, what if it's an item that the fact that you have it doesn't suggest that it's yours necessarily? We'll talk about that. But in this case, with the, or with the, with the hat, the assumption is it is yours, right? Based. What if the guy says that uh, I say it's mine and you say, excuse me, I gave you a loan. This is collateral. You'll get it back when you pay back the loan. And I say, it's not true. You stole it from me. You can say and make a legitimate claim that whatever amount of money it's collateral for, as long as it's the value of the item or less. And if you make a claim that's more than the value of the item, we don't let you take more than its value. So in other words, since you could have said it's yours, let's say the hat's worth $10, you could have said it's yours and you'd be believed. But you're saying it's, it's not my hat, it's Levy's hat, but I took it as collateral for a $10 loan or a $12 loan or an $8 loan, right? So then, then if it's $8 or $10, you can... You can uh, Make a nishba betkiyas chayfets. You can make a you make a shavua as a one holding a sefer teira. When if you when you extract money from someone else, this shavua is more severe. Shavua has says you just make it by verbalizing the formula of whatever you say. This shavua you have to do it while you're holding onto a sefer teira, so it's more severe. Uh-huh. Vnei you extract the money from the person. So when, so if, so if um, you say that that hat is in fact Levi's, but it was given to me as collateral for a loan. For $1,000, well, we're not letting you take $1,000 from him. But if you make a shavua that you, he owes you at least $10, you could take $10, he must return the hat, right? So that's how it works. So just like you, so if you're believed to say you could, you could, you could, it's yours, you keep it, you can say that it's minus collateral. Okay. Um, 
And essentially over here, it's the reverse. You're the defendant. I'm accusing you of stealing my hat, but then I, you become the plaintiff because you're taking money from me. Right? That's why you make the shua and of a more severe level. All right. Who makes the shua? You make a shua to take money from me. Now, um, even though normally, it's very funny because over here, where is it, why are you believed to make that shua and take money from me? Because if you wanted to, you could have said that, um, uh, that it's your hat. So uh, that's why you're believed to say that it's my hat, but... I owe you money on it. It's collateral. Therefore, I have to pay you before I want to take it back. I have to give back the loan, if you will, right? So um, if, I, if you had said that it's, it's, it's in fact your hat and I'm, 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 uh, there's not, the whole, my whole claim is, is nonsense, you would make a, a less severe Shavuot. But now that you're saying that it's indeed my hat, but it's collateral, that I owe you money from it, you have to make a more severe Shavuot. Which is interesting. We don't see the concept of migu, which means if you believe, if, if you could have said that, would you be believed? Now you could say this instead. We don't use that as a way to reduce the severity of a shu or to remove it. Okay. All right. When is this true? If we're talking about a hat. There are things that are not designed, they're not meant, if you will. They're not, they're not, they're not uh, designated to rent or to lend out. What are, what are things that are not designed to rent or to lend out? Most household items people have, they don't usually rent out or lend, right? I mean, sometimes people lend through things, but most household items people use themselves. They're not, they're not meant to lend out. You go, you got them, clothing. He says, clothing. One clothing. second, I, I, I'm going to get there. Trust me, give me a chance over here. I'm, you know, have some faith in me. But got them clothing, a pair of potatoes, a produce. We have an argument over a sack of potatoes. I say it's mine, you say it's yours. That's not something people lend out. No one rents potatoes out, right? Clear tashmish, habayis, household items, like, you know, frying pan. Uh, um, things which are meant to sell, those are things meant to sell, they're not meant, unless you have, unless you have a, a rental business, right? That's when all this is true, right? If it's an item which is designed and designated, the reason why someone has it is because he wants an opportunity to rent it out and make money off it, or to lend it sometimes, get on somebody's good side, despite the fact they're currently under the possession of this individual, and despite the fact that, I had that, that the, the, the claimant, the, the plaintiff, has no witnesses that he lent it or rented it to him, uh-huh. it's still assumed to be under the dominion of the person who had it originally. For example, when Reuven had an item that was designed, designated for the purposes of renting out or lending, and he has witnesses that they know it's, he's, it's known to be his. And we can look at it and see clearly it's an item which is meant to be rented out to other people. But unlike this hat, right? Currently, that item is, uh, Shimon has it. Ruven saying, that's mine, and I want it back. I, get, I lent it to him, I rented it to him. Shimon says, you sold it to me. Give it to me as a gift. Or for that matter, it's collateral. You owe me money. I'm not giving it back to you until you pay up your loan. Shimon does not believe. The fact that he has it is of no proof. So the fact that it once belonged to Ruvain suggests it's still a Ruvain's unless we have proof of exchange. So that's why if you're going to buy an item of that nature from somebody, exchange make sure you get it. Exchange, that's, that's, what I mean, that's what I mean, transfer, I meant, sorry, thank you, transfer of some kind, selling a gift or whatever it is. So it makes you, you make sure you do it with this in those cases. So any he's not believed, in this case, ironically, the burden of proof is on the defendant. Ella Ruvain, until clearly Ruvain takes his Kaylee, and he has to make a shuvah of course, as is normal, against Shimon's claim that says that he's taking an item which is not his. And this presumably would be true even if 
Shimon had this item for three years, mind you, which, which we'll learn later is significant in terms of how long it takes to establish the uh, ownership of something if you don't have proof. And even if Shimon passed away, and Ruven's coming and saying, hey, these orphans, they have to take my, they, 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 their father has my item. That usually when it comes to taking things away from an heir, we're much more stringent. Still, Ruven gets to take his keli and uh, 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 you know, make a shvua Okay, so a shvua. Uh, sorry, he takes his item. The gradim say in this case as well, he has to make the standard oath a person makes whenever he's denying a claim outright. Right? If I say, "Hey, those glasses are mine. Come on, give it to me." Right now, now if I'm saying that you 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 believe that they're yours, you just have to make the standard shvua heses, which is whatever you whenever there's a situation of a claim, and it's my word against your word. If you're denying the claim, you make a shavuos hasis. Sometimes it can be more severe shavuos in, in the case where there's partial admission or one witness or things like that. Now, over here, it's interesting because over here, the heirs are like, we don't know. Like, we don't be, I mean, our father died and passed away and he left us this pot, right? Or this item, right? This, uh, this thing which is meant to rent out. Let's give an example. The Ramadan with us later, a very large, expensive pot, which is made of very, very uh, uh, you know, expensive metal at the time, which has lasted for a long time. Commercial pots. Mm-hmm. People would buy them and have them for the purposes of investment, to make money off them by renting them out. That was why you had them. You didn't use them in your house, rarely at least. You rented it to people who had to make a large party for a wedding, right? So that type of item, over here the heirs are not saying, they're saying we don't know. So why does the Shimon who has, to, who has, uh, has witnesses that it was, it was his, why must he make a Shavua? If Shimon's alive and saying, no, it's not true, this is my pot, I bought it from you, because I wanted the opportunity to rent it out to people, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then, then Shimon's definite denial requires Ruvain to make a shavua when he takes the pot back. But if the heirs don't know what's happening, why must Shimon make a shavua? But the Goedim said, nevertheless, we advance the claim on their behalf and we, we, we uh, treat it as if they have a definite claim. We require Ruvain to make a shavua before we're taking back what he claims is his pot, right? That's a shavua sesis. Doubt. Okay. But Medvam, when is it, when is it true that... Um, Ruvain is, is, is believed to say that this is my pot and it must be returned to him because when the pot is here and we all see it we're fighting over whose it is and therefore Shimon let's say Shimon says I don't know what you're talking about I never I don't have your pot the whole thing's a lie I don't even have a pot what pot? you can't say it. the pot's sitting over here everyone sees it the question is whose it is so that's why he has to say yes it is the pot it was your pot but you know, we're talking about, uh, uh, um, but I'm saying it's mine, right? Or, 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 or Ruven and uh, Ruven says it's mine, right? Um, sorry, right. So that's when. So that okay. So, that, so that's when Bamedvarm. When is it true they have to return to original owner Bishahoyad Klizanir Bamedvarm Shimon? If this keli was in Shimon's hands, and if Shimon told Ruvain, "I don't have your pot," he would not be believed, obviously, because he because he it over here. Avim Ruvain ton of Amul Shimon. If Ruvain, however, says to Shimon, "Clean plain yeshli biadcha v'sachu," we don't see the pot. Ruvain says Shimon has somewhere in his possession, somewhere in his house, somewhere in his property, he has this item, v'sachu, and it's a rental. I rented it to him. I'd see a lie, produce it, show it to us, and I'm gonna, I want it back. I have witnesses. They're gonna look at the pot. They're gonna read the serial number. They're gonna they're gonna testify on my behalf that I bought this pot from the commercial, uh, let's say the uh, blacksmith, and it's mine. Shimon responds, 
You sold that pot to me. You give it to me as a gift. Nemar, in this case, Shimon's believed as a standard case of any item. And Shimon is the one who has the, the right to claim the, claim the pot, of course, with the standard Shuvah's Hesus. Why? Since Shimon said, I don't know who you are, I don't know what you're talking about, I, never, I don't have such a pot. He'd be believed, because we don't see it, it's... No, no, one, no one knows the pot that exists. Nemalem is believed to say, I do have that pot. He sold it to me. However, in the previous case, and Gimel, the item is visible for all to see. He can't say, I don't have such a pot. Mm-hmm. In this case, he could. For this case, the defendant has the upper hand. Hey, okay. Ain't called Varma Elo Amurim, page 1102. Ain't called Varma Elo Amurim. So far, we said, Hamay is a lie. Allah Except when it's an item that, that's normal to give, right to somebody else, that gets more. That's, then, 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 if I care, the rayas, the 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 burden of proof is on the defendant. Funny enough, in those situations. Okay, hey, this is all assuming that the owner of the pot who claims who, who you know, claims or in fact has evidence it once belonged to him, and the person saying it's mine currently, both agree that it was once Ruvain's and and Shimon saying now it's mine, and there was an exchange. Ruvain saying it was an illegal exchange, I want it back. He lent it to him. Or maybe it was a legal exchange, but now the fact you're holding on to it is illegal, I want it back. And Shimon saying, no, I have the right to it. Uh, so, uh, I gave it to you as for safeguarding, I want it back. I lent it to you. What if, for example, the situation was as such that the Ruvain and Shimon are not talking really to each other in terms of what happened over here? Right? Ruvain says, this Kli was mine. And right, I'm not the, the owner of the item is not making a definite claim against the defendant. Essentially, he's saying I had this item. I have witnesses who you know can prove it. They they have testified it was mine some time ago, and then it was stolen or got somehow got lost or got it was it was robbed. The heavy item he produces witnesses that in fact say yeah I was in his house five years ago I remember this pot it was his. The person who currently is holding the pot Shimon says any of that I don't know. I, I bought it on the, on the, on the, from the street from somebody. Or it's a ton of someone gave me as a gift. So Reuben is not saying to Shimon, excuse me, I gave it, you give it back. Reuben saying, I had this pot and it disappeared from my house. Shimon saying, I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't know what your house is. I just know I, had, I bought it from somebody else. So they're not really talking to each other. Despite the fact this item is designed for the purposes of renting and lending out, and normally the person who holds possession of it is a weak position because the fact that you have it doesn't prove anything. It's normal to give it away, to rent it or lend it. We leave it in the hands of the person who, in who, in who, in whose it is, in Shimon's hands. He doesn't have to make a shavuos heses. There's no claim against him. If I say, excuse me, that jacket's mine, you have to make a shavuos heses to refute my claim. Reuven and Shimon aren't saying anything to each other. Reuven's saying, I promise this, this was stolen from me. Shimon's saying, okay, I have, I have no comment. I'm telling you I bought it from the, some guy in the street. Or this guy. Like, they're not talking to each other. So there's no shvur required even. Therefore, Shimon has it. Shimon's allowed to keep it. All right. Vav. Now that's assuming there was no famous, it wasn't known that there was a, there was a robbery in the guy's house. If it was known there was a robbery in Ruvain's house, that's, that's, that's no, that's a fact. He had a robbery. Things were stolen. So now in that case, and that now but we know that Ruvain says it was stolen from me, he's not necessarily making up a story. In fact, he's probably not, in fact, right? So, you sh- so now, and now, and now we know there were things stolen. Now Shimon has the pot. We know the pot was once Ruvain's. 
Um, right, and, and again, Shimon is not saying he he he, he Shimon is saying that uh, I don't know. Um, I bought this from somebody else, right? So, but here in Halachavav, what's unique is that we already have a known information that there was a, there was a robbery in, in Reuven's house. The halach is that if Shimon wants to keep the pot, he can make a shavua how much he spent, and Reuven has to be reimbursed. We looked about this called the Kronos Hashuk, right? No one's going to sell anybody else an item if he has to be worried about the, the guy stole it. The concept called the Kronos Hashuk, right? Which is that if a person produces proof that the item was once his, and we know that it was a Geneva, and... Um, and um, even something if you didn't know, but certainly if we didn't know, right? So now the original owner is believed to say it was once mine. He has to reimburse the guy how much, however much he claims to pay. At least it's a normal amount. Normal amount. The actually goes back to the first item. As we explain, in Perik Hay. The right? laws of thievery. Laws of stealing. Right. So essentially, over here, like we said, explained over there, because because we know that Ruven once had it. In order to encourage people not to be worried about buying things, I know if it turns out that if I buy this hat from you and then it turns out that someone comes and proves it was once his, I'm confident I get reimbursed what I paid for it. The original will reimburse me and then he'll fight it out with you who presumably stole it. Stole it. That's called the kind of sashok. People should not be afraid to buy things if you have a normal economy. That's therefore over here what we know is probably stolen because it was, it was a famous Geneva. So we apply the Kronos HaShuk. The buyer says, listen, I don't know. I bought it from somebody. I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's yours. Fine. But I want my money back. It's not fair. They got it out of town. So the owner has to reimburse it. If, however, Shimon says, no, no, no. You gave it to me. I'm telling you, you sold it to me. We're not going to talk to with the Geneva. Even though if it's famous, maybe even if, and this could be true, even if, even if, um, even if uh, there was known to be a Geneva in his house, yeah, right? Even though it's famous there was a robbery in his house, if it was not something which is designed to, to sell, or, or excuse me, designed to rent or lend out, then Shimon is allowed to make a... And he gets to retain ownership of the article, of the, of the item. Um, if it was something that was meant to rent, rent and lend out, so then, so then the guy who owns the pot originally, who has aid and he once owned it, if he said, you bought it for me, what are you talking about? I rented it to you. Everyone else would rent this pot out for it. There's a big commercial pot. He'd be believed. He'd be believed. And he would be allowed to take the pot back. So therefore, so, 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 uh, so moving would have the upper hand. Over here, where it's just a random item, um, Shimon has the upper hand. So essentially what the Ram is saying, Allah is that the concept of if I say that jacket is mine, the burden of proof is upon me, not on you. You get to make a shoe and keep it. Right and 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 and, and you you have that that, that 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 choice. That's true. Even if everyone knows somebody came to my house, cleaned out my closet, still true. Right. That's the that's what he's saying over here. So you're claiming you're, you're not you're responding to me by saying I bought this from you. So I'm saying no. We need it was stolen from me by somebody. Maybe you. Maybe somebody else sold it to you. Everyone knows I had a name in my closet. Look a difference. If you're saying to me, you're answering me to my face that I bought it from you and you have it currently, you're believed. The burden of proof is upon me. You get to retain the item. Even if there was a name. Right. Because, again, that's because the jacket. If it was an item which is meant to sell, then I'm believed to take it from you. 
From here we can conclude. Anybody has a movable item in his hand. They could say, he could have said, I bought it. And in that event, he would make a shvah sesh and be potter, as is the halacha. If he says, the truth is actually yours. That you are chayev, such and such amount corresponding to it. He makes a shvur holding a sefer teira. And afterwards, he gets reimbursed. Uh, as the halach is, any situation of taking something, when a person makes a shvur, when a person takes money from someone else, he makes a severe, a severe shavuah. In other words, all, not, just, not just the last halacha, everything we said in the parak so far, what the Ramah's point is like as follows. This guy, I say, excuse me, that watch is mine, I have a receipt, I bought it from Macy's exactly five years ago, please give it back to me, right? And I have Adim who even saw it, yeah? The din is, is that if you say, excuse me, I bought this from you, you'd be believed that you make a shavuah hasas. If instead you say, what do you mean it's your watch? I mean, yeah, it's your watch, but you owe me $100, I took it as a mashkin. In that case, you'd be believed, but you'd have to make not a shavuah hasas, you'd have to make a, sh- a, sh- a severe shavuah. The Amma's point is that you don't say migu, if I had said the other claim, I'd be able to make a less severe shavuah. So now that I say that it's taka your watch, but you owe me money, you connected it as a mashkin, I should, be, I should based on the fact I could have said it, I bought it from you, let me make a lower shavuah and take the money from you. We obviously don't say that. We don't say migu to reduce the severity of a shavuah or to remove a shavuah. And therefore, despite the fact that I choose to be honest and say, Indeed, it's your watch, but you owe me $100. And I could have said it's my watch, and I'd be believed that she was Hesses. When I choose to be honest and say it's your watch, but you owe me $100 as a collateral, I do have to make the more severe Shavuot. We don't say that according to Rambam, you don't use a Migo to remove or even to reduce the severity of ask someone who has an item that's designed for renting and lending, right? Remember, people don't, people don't buy this item from the, uh, the blacksmith to use. It's, it's an investment. I buy this expensive commercial pot. I rent it out to whoever makes the chasm that night. That's how I make money. It's an investment. That, that, that's, that's the idea, right? An investment property, yeah? But investment property metallic. Very interesting concept, yeah? People have cars. Most they do for such a thing. Like middle limousines for like, you know, like a... It's called karka metallic. Interesting, a car. What's a car? It's not karka. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like, a, it's like a savina. Like a savina. Yeah, yeah. I'll go upon him. Someone had an item which is meant, designed to be lent out or rented. Despite the fact that the... Um, uh, the Toyans, the, 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 the plaintiff says... Excuse me, no. The, the, um, the defendant says, I know this is yours. I know this was yours. Yeah. So-and-so sold it to me and gave it to me as a gift, right? Yeah, I saw I figured he bought it from you. I figured you got from a gift from him. Like he's, he's doing business. I bought it from him. What's the problem? Yeah? Um, so, so this is a came... So, um, so, and, and the owner, however, is saying that... that um, the owner is not saying I rented it to you. The owner is saying that it was stolen from me, but it's not something that's, it's not famous. We don't know there was a famous Canadian, right? So the owner says, excuse me, uh, uh, that's my pot. I want it back, right? I had a Geneva. Oh, you had a Geneva. No one knew. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, by the way, I, um, I, uh, I bought this from Chaim Yankel, right? So Ruben says, Chaim Yankel, he must, have stolen, he must be the Ganev, right? He's not, he's not saying to him, what do you mean, Chaim Yankel? I sold it to you. He's not saying that, right? So he's saying that, uh, you, 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 you know, I, I mean, you're claiming you bought from Chaim Yankel, so you don't take it away from him, right? Because because I feel even if Ruvain brings Adim that it's known that it was his, because the person will go occasionally sell his items. In other words, in other words, 
this item which is designed to rent out, people do sell it, right? It happens sometimes, a person will sell it. Fine, you either commercial pot, I rented it out, and now I'll sell it to you, you rented it out, and now I'll, I'll now buy something else. Yeah, that could happen. Now, so that's first of all. It's, it could happen, it's not, not, not the common, but it could happen. Second of all, over here, no one knows he had a Geneva. He's claiming he had a Geneva. Now, Shimon has the pot, and Ruben's admitting that he didn't sell it to him. Ruben's not saying, I sold to you, I, excuse me, Ruben's not saying, I gave it to his gift. Or I, 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 sorry, Ruben's not saying, I lent it to you. Give it back to me. He's not saying that. He's saying, I had the pot, it disappeared from my house, and then now I see it by you. And Ruben is saying, and Shimon is saying, excuse me, I bought it for somebody else. So he's not tiny, he stole from me. He's saying, I, I bought it for somebody else, and, and it could be legitimate, right? So therefore, all these factors together, like in the previous case, where, where we said that, um, in the previous, in Halacha Hay, that is, right? In Halacha Hay, how is different Halacha Hay? Um, how is Allah Zion different from Allah Because there's something I'm missing of because Allah seems to be saying the exact same thing. Um, the Vart is maybe that there was, it's, not, it's, it's not known there was a Geneva, that could be the Vart, that's the difference. That is Migo. One second. Oh, Halacha is saying that I, I, I have no idea whose it was. I bought it from somebody else. Here, oh, the Chilish of Zionist liked it. Here, Shim is confessing, yeah, yeah, Takachu, I know this was once yours. I 100% agree it was once yours. I saw it for sale in the thrift market. I figured that you sold it to them. Alpha became, he gets to keep it. I think he has to keep it. The one, the, the one that has it is yeah. Zip, 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 zip. Yeah. I think he has to keep it. Yeah. Okay, good. Right. Oh, so the first time I have a thing about this with the... Yeah, okay. Fine. Ches. Tanzash Omar. Okay, so that's... The truth is actually maybe... Okay. Really, the truth is Zion is Hakadomata Ches. That's the word. Okay. Tanzash Omar. If Ruven sponsors Shimon, Shimon says, Oh, yeah, I know it's your pot. I knew it was your pot. I bought it from the thrift store. I figured you sold it to him. Ruven responds, Shani is Gartim, Locha, Yashatim, Locha. He says, You liar. I rent it to you. Shakran. But he says, Then he has to take it. Because here, Shimon, here, Ruven's Taina against this item which is meant to lend out. He's not saying, This is my house one day. How'd you get it? He's saying, Excuse me, I know how you got it. I gave it to you. Give it back. I, I lent it to you. That, that, then Ruven's believe. That's the Vart. If it's however an item which is not meant to lend out, in that case, Shimon um, is the one who has the upper hand. And he gets to claim, excuse me, I don't know what you're talking about. I bought them some Chaim Yankel. And uh, you didn't sell it to me, you rented it to me. And he has to make sure it's Hesus, of course. In that case, he gets to keep it. Okay, that's the word. Okay, good. So, 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 um, so Ruvain says, Give me the pot, like I lent it to you. Shimon says, I bought it from Chaim Yank. What are you talking about? And Shimon says, and Ruven says, no, you're a liar. I lent it to you. If it's a regular item, the burden of proof is on Ruven. If it's a Kavi, which is designed to lend, then the burden of proof is, is, is on Shimon. Okay, test. 
Underline that word asuyin, bold italics, underlined, capital letters, red font. Again, underline that as well. Don't make the mistake of, of, uh, of not differentiating between things that are designed, that are meant to rent and lend out, versus things that are normal to rent or lend out. As unfortunately, according to the Ram, was made the mistake by many great people. In the Ramam's view, the Riff and the Bechnano, she calls Darkon, things that are normally to rent out, almost anything. Even a person's jacket, Matsai, his mattress, Matasai, his bed, you could lend them out. So the Gemara discussed things that are, that, are, that are normal to rent out. That's, it's also normal to not rent out. That people use them. When we talk about things that are designed to rent or lend out, those are things that are made by craftsmen. The people buy them for the purposes of investment property to rent out or lend out. If you want to get on somebody's good side, you want to lend, you know, you have an interior, lend, lend, lend a die in a pot, yeah, for the chasana, whatever it is, and take the money, take, take the money, and therefore, they're always assumed to be in the owner's possession unless you prove you bought it. That's why it's always good to get a receipt or witnesses. Which is similar to land. In the sense of what do you do with land? You invest. You invest in the property and the thing is there and you don't use it, use it up. You keep it around and you have produce. These big things, these types of items, they are designed to gain profit from them. For example, large copper pots that are meant to be used for large weddings, right? Not, not, not household frying pans. Like um, fake jewelry, right? The copper, copper uh, clay cane, which are smeared with, uh, coated with gold. The poor colleague, give her a fake jewelry, yeah? These are things people rent out. These items are not made for the purposes of selling and just having them to sell to other people. No, you don't make it either for the purposes of using them. You lend them to other people to benefit from or to rent out, take money. Similarly, if a person had anything else, I, it's not, I'm a the person. I have a hat I rent out. Everybody admire if you, people get the hat to show a dollar, I rent you my hat. Everyone knows I, rent, I have an extra hat, push to rent out to make money from. Or a car, for, a car company, a rental company. It's a chazaka that it's meant to, not use, but rather rent or lend. That goes in the category of what describes these things. That the burden of proof is on the defendant who has it in his house. Now, what about what, what's the type of item where we have where we, where we can always assume that Dafka not meant to rent out a keli that it the damage is, is more than whatever you would get renting it out. People don't rent it out. That's a chazaka of not Dafka renting out. You're going to sack and shashit like a shchita knife, right? Whatever you're going to get from it, it has one nick. That's it. Boom, you're done. Okay, so therefore it's funny how it's divided. But we have things that almost anything could be rented out. Certain things are designed to rent out, and certain things like a and I are not designed to not rent out. Lefichem, therefore, right? Because of all of this, if a person uh, um, uh, has Aiden, that I, I have Aiden, that this guy let me a shechit and I for one day. It's like other kalim that are not meant to rent out because in the person in possession is presumed, presumed to be the rightful owner. Um, because uh, the chazaka is is that um, people don't rent rent, rent out a shechita knife. Um, okay, good. Now, but I the rain no to what the Ram holds is that 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 things that are normal to rent out 
are very different than things that are designed to rent out, like a commercial pot versus a regular pot. There's a situation where a guy came and he said, these Yisraelim, who their, their father passed away, this expensive kind of scissor, and this uh, handwritten medrash safer, which is back then was very rare to, to own, right? So um, uh, the guy says, it's mine. And the Yisraelim said, what do you mean? It was our father. It's but the guy The guy brought Adim that it was his and that it's something he commonly rents out to people to use to learn this medrash or to, to use the scissors. So that's why Robert took it away from the Yisraelim and he gave it back to him. But a regular scissors or regular safer don't go in the category. You could rent it out. This is a very important principle. It's something which is logical and, and fit to rely on. It's clear to those of clarity of mind. A dying should keep his cloud in front of his eyes and not veer away from it.